Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Paper Route, presented by I Am Athlete. Shirt a little wrinkle, but you guys get the picture. I'm always going to be on brand, Corey. Absolutely. Always going to be right. on brand. Big day, Wednesday, yeah, hump day. Hump day. You know yeah. what I love about Wednesday? I love that Wednesday is a day to recover, right? We talk about mental health all the time on this show. Make sure you guys are taking care of yourself. But, bro, uh, we always doing something first. We always. got some. We got some. We got. We got a cool show. Um, we got Live Moves that's going to join us yep. later in the show. New contributor on, yep. on the platform. 12, 12, well, she, well, she just coming out blessing us for some time. Like yeah. she, 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 is that, is that what it is? She hasn't said yes, I want to. Oh, okay. She's going to bless the platform here and there. That's right. Today, that's right. today being day one. Yeah. Brandon Love Marshall it. here. Corey Holmes. Corey in the cut. Uh, Woo that's Out West. Right. We got BC in the booth. We got here. Manderville, right? Mysterious and this is Paper Route. On Faction Talk, Sirius XM, Channel 103 for all y'all listening who might be driving right now, but we are streamers. I walked away from ESPN, the FS1s of the world, and all those other streamers that throw big, big bags at talent and athletes and say, you know what? I'm going to go be a YouTuber. Mm -hmm. You know who else we got in a, in, 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 in a building that can relate to my move? Entrepreneurship at its finest. Who's that? Fly Supply. Yes, sir. Fly Supply. They in the building, too. That's right. So Jordan Burke's going to come on. He'll be dripped and, and, and wearing a lot of Fly Supply. Uh, a lot of you guys been rocking with us from day one. Y'all know, you know, Ocho, I would say, I got to say, uh, always been best dressed. Mm -hmm. And 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 probably 25% of our shows, he had Fly Supply. So that's why uh, Ocho, I don't think Ocho dress himself. No, you, you think you got a stylist? Yeah, it's like fly supply. So 25% of the time, you know, they just, they probably like, yo, here, here's 10 fits and uh -huh. put it like this. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, you feel me? That's what you're saying now. And then the <laughs> other stuff, he go <laughs> to markets. Just take care of it. Right. <laughs> but, 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 Corey, uh, let's jump in mm -hmm. because when I talk about, you know, some of the first, like, I, I'm really excited about, you know, what overtime is doing. I'm really excited about Jordan. Absolutely. Right. And, and and so, you know, Jordan's been here. Jordan Burke's been here for a couple of uh, uh, weeks now, maybe going on two months mm -hmm. training, getting ready uh, for the next phase of his basketball career. Um, there won't be no announcement today, I don't think. Mm. But damn, man, bro, got a bunch of the big schools coming after him. Oh yeah, all of them, all of them at the top. And I think I think Monday he's going to make his announcement. So 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 let's jump mm -hmm. into it so we can get him on the show Absolutely. and let's have this conversation. 
Well, let's give them a you know a rundown of the whole the whole show, right? So we're gonna have Olivia Moody on, as we said at the top. She's gonna join us to talk about the Patriots, right, Brandon? I want to talk about the Patriots. Where do they stack up in the AFC East? Uh, can Bill O'Brien revitalize Mac Jones's career? And if the Patriots don't make it to the playoffs, is Bill Belichick on the hot seat? So we're gonna what? talk about all of those. Hey, yeah, right. That might be a lot of people's thoughts during the season. So we'll see. Who the hell's thinking like that? You said, well, who the hell's thinking like that? But go ahead. Hey, hey, listen, it's a legitimate question. And game three of the NBA Finals are tonight, right? And, and Brent, at this point, do seeds even matter? But we got the number eight seeded Heat. They're going or squaring off against the number one seeded Nuggets, right? I mean, did we see both of these teams, you know, as the matchup in the playoffs? Who knows? But, but you know, the Heat, they, they're doing their thing. So we're going to talk about that. But first, man, like you said it, if you haven't heard of Overtime Elite League, right now it's a professional basketball league for players from the ages of 16 years old to 20 years old, and it's a league based out of Atlanta, Georgia. This league, in their, their players, they receive a minimum salary of actually $100,000. Never course, been done before. Never been done before. Yeah, right. yeah. I think Very disruptive. That. Pissed off a yeah. lot of people in sports. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. the hell can you do this? How can how the hell can you take our high school athletes right. and pay them? Right. I think they were doing this before Neil was passed, uh -huh. right? Putting this together when, when it passed and they just took off and went to a whole nother level. Mm -hmm. A lot of people was pissed off, but go ahead. Finish. No, I mean, I was doing a lot of research on them, right? And that's what they said. They said there was something just missing, right? There was something missing for these high school athletes. And in 2019, that's when they just put the plan together and executed. Now, uh, the founders are Dan Porter and Zach Wiener, but they also uh, prided themselves in providing these guys with the academic programs, right? Good academic programs for the athletes Bo and just yeah, make okay, them all okay, well versed. Okay, I mean, look, I mean, on, it, like, it's essential like, for the 16 hell? to 20. Really? Girls, right? I mean, that's what. Bro, let me, come on, bro. It's, come on, Corey, let me ask you this, bro. Uh -huh, uh -huh. No, let me tell you how. I feel about okay. this, and then because I, I know you, you, you different. Uh, I guess, bro. I went to school for football, bro. I went to school for football. You talking about? Oh, they didn't provide these academic services. They I, that was that was on their website. A four to one teacher to student ratio. They they, they really want. I mean, who knows? They, they're learning about the business side of things. Oh, so you now they want to get into private school institutions. Now uh, they want they want the best ballers in the mm -hmm. world. We got one on this show today. But go ahead, Jordan Burks. Right, he's actually was the leading scorer in the overtime elite league. He averaged twenty seven points in the regular season, twenty three points in the postseason. We're gonna have him on. We're gonna talk about you know his recruiting journey and also you know what school is coming down to for him. I mean, like Brandon said, he he he's one of the top dudes. Got all the you know all the schools in the country looking at him, and a lot of the bigger schools, right? So he's going to be somebody who uh, you know is going to be a household name. I'm I'm putting it out there, Brandon. I think he's a name that, that everybody's going to know here in the next couple of years. So yeah, man, we're, we're excited to have him on. Okay, we're so to have him on. so listen, we you know the we have two verticals in our business. We have House of Athlete. It's a lifestyle wellness brand. We train some of the top athletes in the world. That's how we were able to connect with Jordan, Jordan's team. Uh, he's been training here, getting ready to go to the next level, next level, excuse me, from overtime to whatever college, right? He has a decision to make, uh, and he's going to make it right here, not today, but Monday. Um, you know, and, and so the goal is these athletes coming in to really have a, a space where they can come in and share their stories. Um a couple of weeks ago, you know, I'm walking out of the facility and he's walking in and um, I hear them talking about like, man, this school's after me. That school's after me. I got to make a decision. And, you know, now with the name, image, likeness and everything that was passed, mm -hmm. high school athletes is getting big, big bags. Right. Yeah, yeah. You got college athletes. Some of them are bringing in damn near. You know, I think the, the UF quarterback bringing in three hundred and sixty thousand a month, bro. Wow. Yeah, three hundred six thousand a month. That's they, damn near more they, revenue than I'm, I'm sorry, they, They're month. getting paid nowadays, man. They really are getting paid, right? So, like, 
I feel, you know, we're in this uh, this space right now where we can really mess it up. Mm-hmm. Our parents, our athletes, you know, the teams that we built around us. And, and he and I just had this, this quick exchange where I'm like, bro, you have an opportunity, you know what I'm saying, to really pave your way the right way. Meaning, don't go chase a bag. Chase the right situation. Right. Chasing the right situation is going to get you the bigger bag two, three years from now, right? Yeah. So here's a clip. We caught it candidly. Uh, we'll throw to this clip, and then afterwards, uh, uh, Baby Bro is going to uh, uh, join the show. So here it is right here. You can throw to it, BC. And if you do your thing, then the nail deal is going to follow anyway, right? Mm-hmm. But so that I always talk to dudes when they come here. A lot of football players like chasing that big bag, get to go to school, go to school. Like, I get it, the opportunity there, cool, but don't mess it up for, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. bigger mm-hmm. picture. Right. You know what I'm saying? Shit, where are you from? Alabama. Yeah, so you ain't, you don't really come from money, do you? No. Nigga, you can't go another uh, 18, 24 months not having uh, the everything? That shit, shit. <laughs> you feel me? So. Yeah, all right. Bet. Do it. Oh my bad, your hand hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Trying to dump on that wide receiver. Yeah, appreciate it. You can't be doing that, bro. Yeah, that, you try to mess up the money. <laughs> All right. All right, appreciate it. What do you say? Hey, if you clip that, I need that clip. That was, if y'all put that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you. There it is, Jordan Burks. He's appreciate you joining the show, bro. Um, a lot of respect you for you. Um, we've had some classic battles already on our little basketball court in the gym. I ain't going to tell the people, but you can tell the people what happened. You can do that later. But I want to jump right into this clip, right? Uh, salute to you. Thank you so much for joining the show. Um, name, image, likeness passed a couple years ago. Now, high school athletes can monetize their name, image, and likeness. College athletes can monetize their name, image, likeness. You chose this disruptive, innovative route uh, in overtime, right? Overtime elite in Atlanta, Georgia. Corey talked about it, built this beautiful campus. Um, I want to respond to this clip first before we even break down, like, how you got to this, uh, this point. But, like... Athletes now are faced with these decisions like, all right, I got to build my business, but I also got to continue to develop and grow. How difficult is it for you in this process right now making the right decision, right? Because, like, there's teams out there. There could be some bum teams out there that get like, yo, I'm throwing you the biggest bag, but it might not be the best basketball decision. So that was a little moment that we had. Can you take us through that in, like, kind of the angst or anxiety that you may have felt in that process? Um, honestly, like the fit, you I look for the fit, not not the bag. Like like we was talking about, cause I want to go somewhere I can, so I can go help produce win, so I can like, so all of us eat. Right, you, we all eat when you win, but if you losing and you just look good, I mean nobody else benefiting off that. So I want to go into a situation where nobody care about. They sales, we care about each other. Right. So, But is it not difficult, though, right? Like, how, how is it? So is it that easy or is it or is it really difficult for you to walk away from bread, right? Like, you from Alabama, and, you know, I asked you that question. I'm like, bro, like, where are you from? You know, do you come from money? I had to ask. 
Um, but when you don't come from money and they throw some shiny object in your face or some, a lot of green, a lot of us are tempted to take that. You didn't feel that? Nah, not everything uh, is like the right time. Right. My time, when it's the right time, it's gonna happen. And that's when you're when you gonna know. Mm. So it's like, you, you can't rush. You can't rush the, the process. Yeah. Bro, hold on, before oh, you go, Corey, uh -huh. he lying. <laughs> you lying, bro. <laughs> you over here trying to be corporate because he ain't making it to the league first. Right, 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 that's right. what it is. Uh -huh. He out here, he got all this, the, the college coaches, where is he going to go, what decision is he going to make? I got to say all the right thing. Mm -hmm. Come on, there ain't no way in hell you from Alabama and somebody throw a big bag, and we talking about uh -huh. 100,000, 150,000 right. in front of you, and you say, oh, I ain't going this Think about that. Yeah. Come on, go ahead, Corey. Well, no, nah, but I just want to talk about that overtime elite experience, right? Like, what was your mindset going into that experience? One, I want you to talk about it, but I mean, I was reading your stats: twenty-seven points per game, leading score. Like, was that a mission for you? Were you looking to actually make your presence known like that? Yeah, I, I was. I, ain't yeah, gonna lie. I was trying to come in there and kill, but it was a great experience. I got to see where my measurements, like what, mm -hmm. I, what my pros cons, mm -hmm. um, like to go against lottery pitch, the Thompson Twins. Mm -hmm. You got like. Jay Gord, you got like, it's comp, it's right, comp. Like right. some people say it's not comp, but you're not playing. You're just watching. So exactly. it, if it don't, if it don't look like it's, if it don't look like it's competition, then that mean that all of us are good. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it's, it's the parody there. But look, you stood out in a league where there was even parody. Talk about that, right? Like, has is this instilling confidence in you in moving forward? Um, it it did, but it also like humbled me because like I, I gotta. I gotta work on other things. Mm -hmm. Like I gotta rebound, yeah. play play better defense, be a better teammate. Mm -hmm. Like it was it was highs and lows in the process. Like and it, it's gonna it prepared me for the, the next journey. Like yeah. the journey I'm finna go on. Right, right. Be before we uh jump back into basketball talk, um, what you wearing, bro? You know what I'm saying? Go tell the people, you know, I kinda gave them a little heads up, yeah, but man. I was trying to tell the people, but <laughs> fly supply, you feel me? You gotta, you gotta rock with my boy Rail. Yeah, mm -hmm. how'd you connect with them? Cause you you you're not from South Florida. I mean, right. I mean their brands. You know they have a ecom presence, uh, FlySupplyClothing.com. So they ship nationally. I don't know about globally. Y'all ship globally? It, oh it, damn! It's, it's, it's yeah. actually crazy. Watch what I'm finna say. You was there when I dropped forty. Yeah, that's how that's how we connected. I yeah. dropped 43 three uh, games in a row. I, I walked outside a big bag. Uh, <laughs> See what I'm saying? Oh, and you, got, you hey, took it. So and you took it. That's my point. So, nigga, if, if they imply supply come with a big bag, uh -huh. what you think? No, so go ahead. So, so what happened? This was overtime elite. You you just said you dropped 43. No, 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 no. This this was before. I met him two years ago. Oh, you been was, on them? Yeah. Oh, oh, before overtime. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was at a little prep school, ACA, uh -huh. Collegiate, in Clearwater. Wow. Yeah. So, so you dropped forty, and then tell us the story. I dropped forty. Joe, uh, Joe Boogie was there. Uh, Steve, Silk, uh, like the Calvary people, uh, Calvary coaches and staff, and we just connected. He connected me then. We just we've been locked in ever since. Right. That's dope, bro. I love seeing, you know, us support us. You know, obviously, you know, so many people from different walks of life walk uh, rocking with Fly Supply and, you know, us as well, meaning like the culture um, is pretty dope. So, like, I want you to continue to do that. You know what I mean? You're on this amazing, like, trajectory 
Um, you got to keep your head on, right? Like we all can bump our head. Look at John Morant. You know what I'm saying? Just like one decision, one bad moment, shit can go left quick, right? But, you know, as you continue to grow, bro, like continue to connect with your people and bring other people along the right way. Now, you obviously know there's going to be a lot of folks that come out of the woodworks. They probably already started that. You know what I'm saying? And like the best thing that you can learn is how to say no. Have you learned that yet? Well, honestly, I don't even really like feed into it. I really don't give a reply because it's not, you feel me, what's understood don't got to be said. I don't got to, I don't got to say nothing to you if, if, if you already know that, you feel me, like, no, I don't. I don't know. This is this is no. This is this is a universal challenge with a lot of athletes, right? Boom. It's I didn't have to deal with this at the high school level, right? Now y'all making money. People know you making money. So now you got not just people you don't know asking, but it could be your homeboy that you really rock with. It could be your cousin. It could be you know a friend in school. People might be pitching you ideas. I don't know, have you had that experience yet? Has it hit you there where people come in like, yo, I need to borrow a couple of dollars or yo, I got this idea? Yeah, yeah. So what's your process? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now this is me playing big bro, like asking you, and, and really it could be th- thought provoking so you can put a system in place around this. Cause this is where a lot of us, you know, fall victim, right? And we really do it to ourselves. So like, what is your process of saying no or evaluating opportunities or, being able to say yes to somebody who may need it. Cause like we, we, I'm not, we're not supposed to make it and not show love and help. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? So right. what's your process? All right. So that's why you got to have a, a good support system around you. Mm-hmm. So, so if you got the right people around you, they can guide you, teach you how to move and how to, who to reply to, who to send, send it to. So it's like, if, if you need, then that's mm-hmm. that's cool, but if you just own some just to go buy some, like this, yeah, a lot like, of people need though, Jay. A lot of people need. Like I'm telling you, I had a, a coach that you know kind of helped raise me, and mm-hmm. he he hit me my rookie year. He like, yo, um, I'm about to get married, and can you pay for the wedding? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, if you want me to pay you back, I will. He wasn't even asking mm-hmm. for a loan. You know what I'm saying? I had an uncle who was there, like near and dear to me. He passed away, Uncle Moon. But there were some people around him that came to me. It was like, you know, Uncle Moon about to lose his house. He need 40K. I was only making 285 that year. And then after that, you know, the taxes, you only taking half. So I had to tell my uncle, my favorite uncle, no. You know what I'm saying? So, like, right. you know, I just want you. I love what you're saying. So you're surrounded by the right people. And you know what I'm saying? You got to assess that. Every single year, maybe every single quarter where you look at your team and it's like, okay, are we on track or off track, right? Run it like a real business. Right. You know what I'm saying? Think about how LeBron is doing it. Think about, oh, we have some blueprints in the culture. You know, c- connect with, you say, Ma from Fly Supply? Rail. Rail, rail. rail. Mm-hmm. He's running a, a real operation. They probably pushing millions now, right? They've been doing this from the mud. Think about what he did. He's seen you in high school investing you. That's built in something from the mud, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people on bootstrap like that. So, like, that's somebody from a business perspective that you could potentially even learn from because a lot of athletes, we don't 
operate as businessmen. We operate as athletes. But Rail, he's checking his numbers every single day. He's having a meeting with his team. He's firing people, hiring people all the time. He got to deal with certain shit. COVID-19, how's that going to affect the business? How's that going to affect, you know, advertising? You understand? Right. Did I, is I'm doing no, too no, much? Because no, sometimes no. they be telling me I be doing too no, much. No, 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 you're good. Mm -hmm. Keep okay, preaching. cool, Keep cool, preaching. cool. But let's get back, Corey. I know we yeah. want to, you know, hit some basketball stuff, of course. you know, overtime, like, I don't know where you want to go there. I, I do want to learn about like how he got there, but no, I'll well, let you go too. there. I do too, because I was actually talking to, to your guy Ace before uh, you had came in on, onto the set, and he was telling me that basketball is actually relatively new for you, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I want, yeah, I want, what? Yeah, okay. talk, talk about that, because I mean, yeah. we're talking about you as, I mean, you one of the top prospects in the country, and basketball is relatively new. Talk about right. that. Uh, last year was the first time I got like on a circuit. Yeah. Like the EYBL and then the, the Under Armour circuit. Like before it was, Bootleg, you got the little pennies and you got your own, you bring your own shorts. You, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah. you just, just, just who? Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. ain't trained. Yeah. Like, just just did it for fun because I'm from Alabama, the right. Gator, right, the right, trenches. Right. You know, mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't think I was finna make it. Right, I right. thought I was just another person. So, yeah. And I feel like that's what instilled mm. that hunger in you going into this overtime, you know, right. elite experience, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how did they, so how did overtime, like, how did y'all connect? Right, like if you from Alabama, you mm -hmm. from the trenches, you wasn't on no major circuit, how did they find you? Cause you go to overtime, you, you say, okay, I'm playing peanuts. I'm not really out there like that. But then you go lead the league in points per game, right? Did yeah. I hear that correctly? Yeah. Yeah. So how did y'all connect? Uh, it's a, it was like, it's three teams, it's like prep schools. And then three teams is like in the overtime league. So uh, I was at SoCal, like, and, uh, Rosetta and Cali mm -hmm. uh, playing with Chris Chaney and uh, Sully, Go Sully, and then I uh, I got a um, text from uh, Hillcrest, and they wanted me to come come play in the, the overtime league mm -hmm. with them. Said like they needed needed help or whatever. Who's Hillcrest? Oh, uh, that's the prep school. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, I heard of Hillcrest. A lot of a lot of cats came out of Hillcrest, DeAndre right? Aiden. Um, uh, on the Hillcrest is uh, Dalen Terry in Arizona. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh no, I'm talking about I'm thinking about the Another. couple schools in Florida. What's the, the two big schools in Florida? IMG and Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon. And Mount Vernon. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. So Hillcrest, y'all trash, but go ahead. What? <laughs> I'm just saying, bro, Mount uh, Vernon and then you got Oak Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Why you make that face? They trash? Ain't that where Melo went and look no. Say that again? Huh? Say that again. Ain't that where Melo went? Say it how Thirty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Okay, I see what you did there. Okay, right. I see right. what you did there. All right, man. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. All right, back, back on topic. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so y'all, you at Hillcrest? Boom. So y'all connect. You play there, right? Okay. I was there for like five months, and uh, it was, it was just we who we traveled. Just did they come with a bag? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> are y'all allowed to get paid? Think, are they allowed to get paid at school? No, I don't know. Uh, uh, okay, I ain't getting no bad. Yeah, I ain't trying to no entrapment here. All right, listen, Jordan. You know I, I mean, I was I, I watched them highlights, right? I, I was and speaking of bags, you got a bag on the court, right? Like, what would you? Who, who's your player comparison, or how would you describe yourself? Uh, mm, that's a great question. JT Bi. Mm. 
trying to get to Katie. Okay. I don't know where Justin at. Trying, yeah. to, get, <laughs> trying to get to Katie. Okay. okay. Around Jason Tatum, Brandon Ingram. Yeah, KD. You want to be able to score like at all levels, though. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because that's what I saw. You got a shot. You obviously can get buckets in the paint and whatnot, and then you got like a little mid range too. So that's what's up, man. That's what's what, up. What do you, What do you love about like break it down? So when you think about um, Jason Tatum, what part of his game, you know, um, you know, did you take from mm -hmm. or shows up in your game? Right. And then the same thing with Brandon Ingram. That was a great comparison. The how they they their body, how it trans how it transitioned from college to when they got in the league, how they how they put on the weight, mm -hmm. and that's what I got to do. So that's what I took from Jason Tatum because he was my size, right, mm -hmm. right. And so and then the his decision making, like off coming uh, off ball screens, just mm -hmm. the way his pace is, like I just got to slow down. Like I just take I try to take take what I can mm -hmm. from the players that that like. Is in my category, like you know what right, I'm saying. Right. So, just like, just gotta do film study and just like, I just really try to break down like the easiest way to score. All right. So now, decision making from Jason Tatum and also uh, you like his body. Pause. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm a clown. You know I'm a clown. Uh, and then you said Brandon, Brandon Ingram. Ingram. So similar body type, um, but what a what part of his game? You know what I'm saying. Um, translate to yours. Vers versus all, mm -hmm. do it all. Like that is true. It's just be different. I know he ain't show up in, in the playoffs, y'all. Don't don't get me. You know what I'm saying? But like coming off ball screens, he can play off the ball. He can post up on the. You know what I'm saying? So it's everything, right? Everything. So you mentioned KD. Yeah. Um, what I love, what I, what I, I, there's, I love and I hate certain parts of how you, you know, said that. What I love about it is like KD is 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 probably one of the greatest scores we've ever seen, mm -hmm. or maybe the greatest score in, in, in NBA history. Okay, debatable. Um, so it's like shooting for the stars, if you want to call it that. Like I'm, I'm that type of guy. I'm a visual guy. Like if I if I can think it, I can see it. If I can see it, I can achieve it. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get there. And if you fall a little short, shit, we still up there. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I love that. What I didn't love about it is like you felt a little hesitant. It was like uh, like like you're scared to say it a little bit. Like, do you really believe, you know, that you can be that great? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. But you gotta gotta also be real with yourself. Like I'm not. I'm not at their level right now, but I, I'm gonna get to. I'm gonna surpass. I'm gonna. I'm gonna prevail. Right. I'm gonna get to. That's why I was kind of hesitant when I said KD, because I felt like that was kind of gassing, because the way like he gets, he gets his like he, he's like he know what he finna do, mm -hmm. and that's why I gotta, I gotta work on. Right. Right. I gotta. I do like the humility part, bro, but I feel like you can't waver, and I feel like there ain't no. There ain't there ain't no reality when it comes to chasing greatness and it comes to uh redefining a position or a sport. You know what I mean? Like there's insanity in that. And I feel like the the athletes, the artists who kind of get that are the ones that don't struggle that much mentally, right? Because you really are every single day, you're trying to reach a level of excellence. And that's where 
you know, it gets really tough for a lot of guys. And you see dudes struggling mentally. You know what I mean? We had uh, Andre Drummond on. He talked about, you know, in in March, this past March, breaking down before a couple games and then shutting down, saying, I got to go get help, right? So, you know, you got to – it's a thin line. It's a thin line. Um, you're here to talk a little bit about the process or talk about the process. Uh, Monday, you're going to make your decision on, you know, what's next for you, what school you're going to attend. Uh, talk to us about the process. Like, how has it been? Uh, can you give us some teams that's reached out, that's on the board, that you're considering? Can you give us anything there? Uh, uh. <laughs> How's the process been, bro? Uh, the process, it's, it's, been, it's been like... Difficult, Diff stressful. Yeah, stre yeah, stressful, difficult. Cause I just want to have, I want to find that home. Cause I once had a home, mm. that makes sense. And I yeah, you talk about that. Cause you know you committed to Ole Miss right, right back in August and whatnot, and then you know you actually signed in right. November, but then had to decommit. Talk about how you had to, you know that experience. Of having I, to I was ready to, I was ready to play for Kermit Davis and, mm. and the fan base, and like my mama from Mississippi, mm -hmm. so like it, it was like home. Right. So like. I mean, it was hard to transition from that, but you can control what you can control. So right. it just, you just gotta move on. So yeah. yeah, it was hard though. I definitely wanted to play for him. Yeah, yeah. So. Now, now before this process even started, you had a school, like a dream school, right? That you wanted to go to. I also wanted to ask you, were you a guy that just thought you'd make that jump straight to the NBA or did you want to make that, you know, have that college experience? Everybody goes to go to the league. Of course, of course. But, um, college was one of my goals, like one of my dreams too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Dang. You ain't had a dream I school, huh? Nah, know. I got I had a dream school. Okay, okay. Well okay. tell us that. What's the question <laughs> I'm like, well, oh, yeah. I, I had what a was dream the dream school? school? Uh, it, it was Kentucky. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Got a picture and everything. Why why man. Kentucky? Why did you think about Kentucky growing up or whenever that dream school came about? That's all you seen on TV when you turned it on. Right. My age. Mm -hmm. So it's like I want to play. I want to play for Calipari. Mm -hmm. I want to. I want to be a blue blood. Okay. Have you ever met him? Uh, yeah, I met him. Cool dude. Yes, sir. Yeah, a lot of dudes vibe with him and love him. You obviously, like you said, put a lot of guys out. Any other schools out there that uh, you've connected with? Any other coaches that you've met? Um, Georgia, I'm trying. You know, I'm trying to get the school. Georgia, Georgia Tech. Mm -hmm. Okay. With uh, Damian Stoudemire. Okay. He's okay. in the league. Yep. Played for Portland. Mm -hmm. Great. Great coach. Yeah. Low key, real good. Yeah. In the league. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oregon State. Yeah. With Wayne Tinkle and uh, Coach Tim. Um, that situation could be interesting because there's a lot of talent in that conference, right? Right. So oh, I can yeah. see, like, have you thought about that? Like, yo, maybe I won't go to a, a school like, uh, who's good right now? You got you. You mentioned Kentucky. That's a dream yeah, school. So Duke or North Carolina, like those. Pac twelve is starting to kind of you know yeah. put, the, put themselves you, on the map. So yeah, have you thought about like not going uh, to a school like that and maybe going to like a Oregon State just because you can play against some crazy talent? You got right. Bronny James going to the USC, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that was that's definitely like um like I like looked at everything like mm -hmm. about going to the Pac twelve like looking at the fit, looking who, who's on the drive board right now to see all the teams I'm finna go against. Mm. It's like, 
Colorado State with uh, what's his name? Um, forgot his Colorado name. State got a got a got a stick. Colorado, Colorado. Yeah, Colorado. They in Pac twelve. Mm-hmm. You got Washington with Wesley Aves. You got yeah, Washington. Uh, USC. You got Brandon Gardner. I couldn't play at Colorado. I, I could play for Colorado f- football, mm-hmm. not basketball. The uniforms. Dion's there. I go do that. But like basketball, you don't you like the uniforms. But the uniform got to be nice, bro. <laughs> Think about the it. Go, I mean, go decent, you know? Like, what you play for go, the Knights? Go black and white. Yeah, wait, wait, yeah, hold you on. Did your research? Yeah, not, this, not <laughs> that, <laughs> what I'm saying. That's football. How did you bring that up? It's the same exact color. <laughs> that's what I'm <laughs> saying. That's color. why I said it. Yeah, it's the same. Black and gold in basketball, that don't really. That ain't fly. It ain't. That ain't fly supply. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my dog. I'm gonna get Make sure y'all go support, man. We gotta support one another. Um, so yeah, bro. You know, we got we got time for two more questions before we let you go. I'm assuming you gotta go do yoga or something. What you what you what's on a what's on a, the to schedule today? Like massage. I need that massage. Can you walk us through? That's that's my last question, Is and it? then okay. I'll let you in. Okay. You know this 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 segment for us, but walk us through. You know, what a day looks like for you from when you wake up to when you go to sleep. Shoot, I wake up. Um, what time? <laughs> Shoot, I want all the details, but, you know, some stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't, just close. Uh, 6.45. Get okay. up. I got a 7.30 workout in the morning. Okay. Hit the gym, basketball gym. I leave from there. Got like 30 to an hour. Then I come to the house athlete. 10, 10.30, try to get something to eat. Then I start 11 with Tamara, best recovery. Shout out Tamara. Shout out HOA. Then, then, yeah, shout out HOA. Um, like, then I go to N at 12, work. After that, uh, I go back to Tamara, we do like recovery. Then after that, I go to Justin, best analytics, shout out Justin. You know, go train with him. Then they what are. have you learned training with Justin? I know I said I had that was I had one question, but every time I say one, three more pop up. <laughs> what have you learned? Because you said analytics. He used to work with Kevin Durant, the right. guy that you said I kind of want to be Kevin. You was kind, of, bro. Come on, cause Justin be trying to get on me. He like nah, nah. He <laughs> trying to say not yet. Uh-huh. Like dang. So what have you learned training with that type of uh, coach, breaking um, down the game that way, like? to slow down and be uh more like like don't do extra just get straight to your spots it's it's six it's six spots on the court you got the, the wing the corner the the elbow the middle and it's on the other side but it's, it's, the game is simple. When, when he, when you go, if you got a good teacher, he give you the recipe. Mm-hmm. Just like in math, give you the formula. He, right. give, he giving me the formula, so it's easy for me to break down and really see what to do. So we had Andre Drummond on the show yesterday. He played with LeBron James, played with some legendary guys, and he talked about LeBron's genius. And it's like, yo, he know the game at like the macro, at the micro level. Okay, so meaning like Steph Curry. Over here in the elbow, he's 30%. So, like, you can play that differently. But Steph Curry over here, high percentage, 45, 46%. We got to close out. This dude, bum, 
He ain't named no names, but he's a bum. What are you doing closing out? You didn't went to close out. He pump faked you and took off, right? But even going back to Steph Curry, remember what he said, mm -hmm. Corey? He said that per, that shot where he's low percentage, which is low percentage for Steph Curry, is still probably better than most. Right. But don't run out there mm -hmm. out of control because what he's probably going to do is pump fake you and go. Yeah, right. Knowing his spot. You understand? So, like, is there – one spot on the court where you know you just lights out. Because he also talked about Chris Paul. Mm -hmm. Mary said, like, yo, Chris Paul going to the right yeah, and doing this little, little whatever, and then that little range. fadeaway shot. He said he's down there 70-something percent. They mm -hmm. only playing that. Right? Mm -hmm. So what is that one spot for you where it's just, like, lights out? Mirror range. Like, the exact spot? Or mirror range. Anywhere, anywhere in the mirror range. Anywhere. All six spots. <laughs> oh, so you, so you Devin Booker you in them. That's what I'm saying. You saw yeah, this postseason? Yeah. Devin Booker, that's all they was doing. That's, they was only mid-range. They brought back old school basketball. Yeah, yeah, they did. So you saying anywhere mid-range. Lights out. And we could bring that uh, shooting thing up. If, if you do that, you <laughs> tell the people. Tell the people, and then, Corey, you can end, the, you can end this segment uh, with bro. Yeah. And then Monday, you're going to come back, and you're yeah. going to make an outro. Tell the people what happened. All right, boom. No boom, nothing. He <laughs> won two shootouts. You won two shootouts. I won, I won more than you. I beat you last week like 4 0. <laughs> That's true. And then we played ones, fried you, laid you. Oh, I hit a step back on you. Oh, and man. I, hey, this is how I got him, though, Corey. This is how I got him. Tell us. He, you know, like he said, 7 30 in the morning, he coming or whenever he's 10 or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, it was early. And I got him. He like this, sleeping, uh -huh. walking in Wait, the facility like, like this. Yeah. I was like, bring that ass here, boy. Uh -huh. he he right now. Let's go shoot right now. Already, I was already warm. Uh -huh. He had no warm. He warm and airballing uh -huh. and trying to count that as a point. <laughs> Bro, oh, man. for the rest of your life, okay, I'm going to be old. I'm going to come to a game with my son sitting courtside. And the whole game, I'm going to be reminding you. Remember I remember I beat you? I'm a football player. I beat an NBA player, bro. You see how I speak? I'm speaking into existence, too. I ain't say maybe, but I'm always going to remind you, dog. I'll always have that. And all basketball players come here. There's only one cat that came in here to just smoke me. Um, what's the cat's name that played for the uh, trail, was the uh, Portland Trailblazers? Young dude from Fernie Orlando. Simons. What's his name? Fernie Simons. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, if you know. get a J like him, bro, you're going to make $300 million, bro. You're going to get a super, super max. <laughs> that boy can shoot. You know who I'm talking about? Nah, you know? He can heat up. He got long hair? No, he got short hair, bro. You got... Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Nah. Oh, what's his well, name? What he did. He did. He cut it. Light he cut skin, it. right? Uh, yeah, kind of. But he got, he got like the dread. The yeah, that's what I, yeah, I know. He, he, he don't got lights. He don't got dreads. He, he clean. Not, he was braids. It was braids. He used to have like a... It was like more of like a fro and then had like like the twit. This is the dude to train here, right? Young boy. Don't talk. Yeah, yeah. Just he, shoot. Hey, no, I appreciate it. Corey. What you got, man? Man, well, this this is what I got before we end it, right? Like, I want to know who you have, you know, in your corner helping you throughout this whole process, mm. making decisions and so on and so forth. And, you know, just with you step by step going into this next chapter. Um, first, I got my mama. Uh, I got I got Ace. Mm -hmm. Um, then Justin. Uh. Then I got my cameraman, Jordan. Yeah, Gotta have that. Into the, have that's it. what it is. Right, right. Uh, get that content out. Rod, Rod put me on Ace. He put mm -hmm. the play, and then Ace took it from there and just put all this in motion. So I'm mm -hmm. just thankful for having all them. And then God, first, God first. 
So mm-hmm. I'm just blessed and thankful, like for the opportunity to, to even be like able to do this with mm-hmm. you and having a college to go to. I'm just blessed and I'm just ready to work. Ain't nothing else to. That's what's up. Yeah, that's the, so will you will you be able to uh, come back Monday or maybe we can do something where you make the announcement here? Right. We're gonna. I'm gonna set up like do like the football players do it. Yeah. We're gonna set up a table and you're gonna have all these hats. North Carolina, Duke, uh, Old Miss. I'm still gonna put Old Miss out. Like you decommitted, they hot at you. We're gonna put Old Miss up there. We're gonna put uh, what's the other school? Oregon State. Mm-hmm. We're gonna put Kentucky. We're gonna put everybody up there. UConn, mm-hmm. and then boom, you gotta pick one. Can we do that Monday? Yeah, we can do that. You sure? Yeah. You gonna good. charge me or are we good? No, nah, we good. All right, <laughs> we're gonna go to commercial, and we come back out. Uh, we'll recap this with Liv, and then we'll also. Get back into sports talk. We got to talk basketball, talk football. Whole yeah. lot to talk about. I'm saying, don't keep playing basketball because it's gonna go like this, and you're gonna be on the other side sitting right here, being like uh, Shaq, talking mm-hmm. about players. Mm-hmm. Let's go to break real quick. The top three rappers alive. <laughs> Do the Fat Boys count as one rapper? No. no. <laughs> Jay Z. Oh shit! Come on, coach, you got it. Big Master P. <laughs> <laughs> Master P? Yeah, where'd that come from? Get about it, about <laughs> Any TikToks coming out this week? Oh, for sure, 100%. A lot of TikToks this week. Can you give us a hit? I'm gonna just say this, it's, 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 it's some dancing, and I'm putting something together with my teammates for a touchdown celebration, so. Don't ever take a young man or a kid and give up on doing that, because there is a man in there that can change that. He did. He wasn't easy to get up on. Mahomes, I prayed to him yesterday, and I said, Rihanna said that you're the greatest quarterback ever. He blushed, he smiled, and then at the end, I was like, bro, I'm lying. Rihanna came out and said that you are the greatest quarterback ever. Hearing that, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel, it makes you feel great. Whatever Rihanna says is like like the gospel. So I'm glad that she she went with me for that for that honor. She didn't. She didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell him something nice? That's so, so mean. He is mean. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry you went through that. <laughs> I still think you're great. See. Just still nice people in the world. He's a hater, though. <laughs> Let me ask you this question. So Brandon, I would come out and say he did. When he said he said that they was going to get exposed. The Eagles, what was he saying about yeah. that? Where's the holes? <laughs> yeah, right. Where are the holes? Average Smith later. What about Bradbury? Trash. Bradbury trash? <laughs> right now, what do you stand on, on the cannabis and all of that? I mean, look, for me, I, I don't take any medication, right? right? Like nothing synthetic. Right. So for me, I'm I'm all about doing what you need to do, right? You know, and I think, look, like, yeah, I got through some shit, but I went through some shit, but like, it's real, right? We're in 2023 and it's legal everywhere. So I'm not, I'm not hating on it. I'm a fan. I love you, Christopher. Well, that was cool. I'm talking about the content on the go for, you know, there's a couple things that was cool, mm-hmm. but damn, football seasons is approaching quickly. It feel like there, we man. were just at the Super Bowl in AZ. Also, that was cool sitting down with Jordan. You, you know what I love about this, right? Like you guys going to look at this and then like two years from now, you'll see how he progresses and mm-hmm. matures, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And where he's at. So I love connecting with athletes. 
at this at this phase of their career. And I just can't wait journey. to see what he's gonna do on the court. Cause then yeah. we're gonna be watching him on the court and be like, wow, we had him in, you know, in here before he even made fans. his decision to go to a school. Yeah. We're fans now. Absolutely. He he definitely has a fan of me for sure. Right. Brandon Marshall here, Corey Holmes, Corey in the cut, Wu out west, uh, BC in the booth, and just sure. Manderville. Ashley Nicole Moss um um is 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 recovered. She's on she's not on IR. She's not on IR. She is just uh, hurt. Mm -hmm. She's on an injury report, That's right? Yeah, She's yeah. taking a couple days. But guess what? Ashley's not here, but you know who is here? Who's here? Liv. There she go. Liv. There she go. What up, Liv? Surprise, surprise. Oh, oh Welcome, Liv. Oh, my gosh. I'm honored to be here. And we're happy to have you here. So you can I'm find Liv um, on her social channels, right? Like we are our own walking networks these days, but she's also yep. on FanDuel. She's on Volume Sports. And um, she's now rocking um, a new hairdo. Tell us about yeah. this hairstyle. Like, you know, I follow you. I've been following you for some time. I'm a super fan. What made you switch it up to this? I love it. I love it, though. The Denver Nuggets going to the finals for the first time. I was like, how can we just, how can we make shit shake around here? Let's do it. Let's, let's chop it. Let's blonde it. Let's just, you know, I mean, anytime, anytime life gets a little dull, it's either a new tattoo, a new hairdo. We just mm -hmm. switch it up. Keep it fun. What's been so, the feedback, Liv? What's been the feedback with this new dude? Because as soon as you, soon as you post it, I hit you. I was like. I, what did I say? What did I say? Lean in or what did I say? Lean in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah lean, lean in. in. Keep mm -hmm. leaning in. I love it. What, what's been yeah. the feedback um, with everybody following you? People love the blonde. And I actually, when I went in to get it done, I was like, I want like brown with just like some blonde in there. She's washing these pieces of hair. And I'm like, girl, what is that? Like it was blonde. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to walk out of the salon as a total blonde. And people <laughs> yeah. loved it. So listen, take a risk, do it. It's fun. I think people actually prefer this over my real hair. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do when I'm over it, but we're going to keep rocking it for now. It's oh, fun. wow. It was a mistake. <laughs> it, was it was a good one though. It was, it was a, a good oh, one. I love it. Right. She didn't found something. Liv mm -hmm. didn't found something. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Liv, you ready to uh dive into some of these sports topics let's do it or wherever you want to go look we're on youtube right we no, can do whatever the hell yeah, we let's want do it. <laughs> right. all right cool all right Liv, brandon we're actually going to talk patriots right so you know teams right now they're they're about midway through the second week of otas and there have been a couple out of uh you know the, the patriots camp right uh, but I want to talk about Mac Jones. Mac Jones, he's entering his third year. Um, uh, Bill Belichick recently came out and said, Bill O'Brien, right, the, the Patriots' new offensive coordinator, he's given him the keys to the offense. So this is actually going to be Mac Jones' third offensive coordinator, coordinator in three years. But, you know, people, you know, they're optimistic with, with what he'll be able to do with Bill O'Brien. You know, first year was Josh McDaniels. Second, he had a defensive coordinator calling plays for him. Which uh, you know, which was wasn't ideal for him. But I want to ask you though, Brandon, do you think the Patriots will be more of a more of an improved offense, considering you know they've added a Juju Smith, they added a Mike Gesicki, right. you know, guys like that? Uh, I'm not sure. Liv, let's take a couple steps back, right? Um, and I'm getting a little echo in my mic, guys. Um, let's take a couple steps back, right? Last year, Liv, Corey, mm -hmm. you know who was calling their plays or who was leading their offense? Do y'all remember? It was Matt Patricia. Yeah. Do y'all remember who Matt Patricia is? Y'all know Matt Patricia, the the mad scientist, the guy who's a pencil. <laughs> he he ended up leaving the, the the Patriots and going to be the head coach for the Detroit Lions. He was a defensive guy. Okay. So boom, he gets fired. 
the genius, and I'm not saying this, like I do think he's a genius and I think he's like the greatest coach ever, but Bill Belichick then hires his guy, right? When you know people, things happen for you. So he comes back as the offensive guy, but he split, you know, this leadership role with another guy that was fired from the Giants. I don't even remember his name, but he was a, a special teams coach with the Patriots. He then becomes the head coach for the Giants. He gets fired after like two years. Mm -hmm. And then now he's back. And those two guys were running the offense. Mm -hmm. It was so bad, Liv, and, and that uh, uh, Mac Jones start seeking outside help, like start calling other people. Yeah. And it totally pissed off Bill Belichick. You know how Bill Belichick like to keep things internal. Nothing gets outside the house. This We have our own system. We do it our own way. Mac Jones was looking at this situation like, y'all got me these two uh, uh, slaps leading this offense that I got to go call my high school coach, my college coach, <laughs> to help me install things or, or, or at least try to give us a chance. Mm -hmm. So do I think – that the Patriots, uh, your question was, will they will they improve? With yeah, the will they have an improved offense next year? Yeah, I, I like the names that you named, but uh, the, the the biggest one was Bill O'Brien. Mm -hmm. For me, having Bill O'Brien, who who knows the system, started out in New England, took you know his his talents to Houston and had some success there, a lot of success on the offensive side. I like this for Mac Jones, and so just off of that move alone, um, they will be better. But I don't give them – I don't think they're a contender anymore, Liv. Mm, mm. Yeah, Liv, like no. as an offense, where do you think they stack like in the AFC East? Do you think they'll have success there with all I the additions they made? success, but it's kind of like how I'm feeling as a Broncos fan. We can only go up from here, it feels like. You know, the bar <laughs> isn't set very high at this point. Mm -hmm. I do think – I have been very hard on Mac Jones. I call him mid-Jones a lot. The I've never been like a massive Mac Jones believer, but I also think it's worth noting that – he hasn't really been set up for success. I think this is the most success he's probably been set up for offensively. So I think this will really be a true testament to the type of player that he is. I feel like he's kind of been swimming upstream at this point. Mm -hmm. New coaches in and out. It's like a revolving door for him. It's hard to – I mean, I don't play football, but I can't imagine it's easy to do your job when you can't establish a stable relationship with the people that you're supposed to listen to. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think this is the most – success he's being set up for so now we really get to see the type of player he is so maybe i'll pump the brakes on calling him mid jones for a while <laughs> mid -Jones. We'll, well you know historically bill o, i mean bill belichick he's been a defensive guy and i think this year he'll be able to kind of focus solely on the defense right now that he's brought a guy like bill o'brien in um and they're happy you know through the first two weeks of uh, otas with their first round draft pick christian gonzalez he's he's been showing promise he's doing really well but what i want to know guys if the Patriots miss the playoffs this year, will Bill Belichick be on the hot seat? Mm, Liv, you want to start there? What's your thoughts there? So, I think so. And I I hate to do that because mm. he's obviously an exceptional coach. But the conversation for years was, is Bill Belichick the same coach without Tom Brady? And we're kind of starting to see that maybe that's not the case. And so I don't want to get – I don't want to – I don't think it tarnishes his entire resume, but I definitely think that he'll be in the hot seat for sure. Cause this mm -hmm. is a fans at the end of the day, want to win football games. That's just it. And, and if they're not doing that and they've been used to doing that, there's going to be some frustration there at the end of the day, if the fans aren't happy, I don't know what kind of a, how, you know, franchise team you've got going on. Cause they're the ones filling the seats. So I think, yeah, he'll be in the hot seat for sure. Yeah. Liv. Um, this is what I'm going to say to you. Um, I'm in a relationship right now, and um, 
in this relationship, it gets kind of spicy. That relationship's Ashley with is with Ashley Nicole Moss as my partner <laughs> on paper route. And the spiciness yes. comes up when she says these crazy, the, the wildest things, <laughs> or maybe I may say the wildest things around mm -hmm. basketball. And then she looks at me and don't say anything. And I'm sitting here pissed off. Like Ashley, we have a show to do. You're sitting here for 45 minutes looking like, you know, I'm, I'm this wild person. Right. Um, mm -hmm. We're dating and I'm not trying to run you away. Right. Uh, but you did, yeah. you, you just said something that I just, I can't believe. Like how, how can you even, <laughs> Let those words come out your mouth that Bill Belichick can be on the hot seat, right? So I'm not trying to be combative. I always lead with this, always my disclaimer with Ashley, and then we end up arguing. I'm not trying to do this with you because I want you to come back. I would love for you to, <laughs> you know, find a way to contribute to the show and we can contribute to your show, do some cool things. But, you know, Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time. When you're a coach like this, you write your own ticket. You write your own, you know, uh, uh, farewell. Now, I'm not even talking about being forced because sometimes you can write a farewell and they force you to do that. Like, yo, if you don't go, we're going to fire you. But this is Bill Belichick. If Bill Belichick still has the energy and still wants to do it, then he's going to he's going to continue to do it. And there's nothing else. There's no better option. So think about that. Bill Belichick. OK, cool. No more Tom Brady. Now you guys are just, you know, finding a way to get back to prominence. Now you're trying to find a way to, you know, uh, uh, new ways to win. All right. If you fire Bill Belichick, what's the alternative? How is it better? I mean, we're talking about a guy that still has high energy, still wants to do it. And when you break down the game, is there a better mind than Bill Belichick? Even at this phase of his career, how old is can Bill I, Belichick, Wu? Can I interject there, though? Please. Brandon? Because I think they could, you could find a coach that would be able to take the Patriots and 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 have a better than 500 record through three years. Could, could, couldn't you argue that? Bro, I can. I mean, live on the other side. The reason why I go back three years is because, you know, Liv, you said it earlier. How successful can Bill Belichick be without Tom Brady? Ever since Tom Brady left, he's 25 and 25. I mean... That's, okay. that's pretty that's pretty mediocre. I think there's a lot of coaches that's had better records through the last three years. So, I mean, I think you can argue that you could bring in a young coach that could bring some, you know, some energy to the program, have guys, you know, eager to play for. I mean, okay. not to say that there's not guys out there that, are, that aren't eager to play for Bill Belichick, but, you know, maybe it might be time to switch things up. You don't think so? Well, this is go ahead, Wu. I, you, how no, I was just gonna let you know he's seventy-one years old, right? He's now. Old. He's seventy-one, and he's better than any head coach in the <laughs> NFL, right? And I know I think Pete Carroll. How old is Andy Pete Carroll? Reed? I think Pete Carroll, Andy Reed, and Andy okay, Reid okay, may okay. be the you know the other All OGs. Right. Let me cut Grandpa some slack. Sorry about that. I uh -huh. didn't I didn't realize he was. Yeah, no. I didn't realize <laughs> he was a, in the seventies. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, but here's the thing, though. I, this is what I would say, uh, Liv and Corey, mm -hmm. and Wu and BC. And, and, and Manderville and Miss Pamela and Go St. Patrick uh, um, live on on this show. We have like some real loyal like followers and just supporters, right? We launched this a couple months ago. You know, we're building up our our audience. We're still in like this live rehearsal, figuring out what this show is, and you know, adding different elements to the show. And every day we're getting better and better. But you know, what stays the same is constant. It's Christy O. Mm -hmm. It's Pamela. Pamela. It's Ghost. Right. It's Ghost. Who else? I B is it am I saying this right? B Morale is already. Yeah, yeah. Always B Morale is always there. What, are, what who else is in Let here? See. Let me look at the chat. Anybody else? Yeah, so thank you guys for, mm -hmm. for tuning in. 
Um, but I'll say this, Liv, and, and we can then move on. Mm-hmm. Last two years, the hottest uh, head coach candidate has been, well, before he got hired. The hottest head coach candidate was Josh McDaniels, right? Mm-hmm. So if Josh McDaniels is so sought after, and this is really for five, six years, Remember, like, every year, everybody keep talking about, is Josh McDaniels going to come out? Is Josh McDaniels going to come out? We want Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Okay, Josh McDaniels goes to the the Raiders. Raiders had a phenomenal uh, uh, finish to that year before they let go. You know, it was Gruden, then they put their interim head coach in. He turned it around. They ended on a high horse. And then now it's like, Josh McDaniels, all you got to do is take us to the next level. He went the other way. So I, I say all that to say this. Sometimes the grass ain't greener on the other side. When you have a, a, a not a Hall of Fame, I don't even, you can't even, you can't even describe Bill Belichick that way, like Hall of Fame head coach. He's beyond the Hall of Fame. We need to create another type of uh, uh, established group mm-hmm. to put like the Bill Belichicks of the world in, the Phil's, the Phil like Jacksons of the world in. Yeah. Like you can't replace this dude. Mm-hmm. Now, if he starts tripping and making like, crazy moves and you know uh high pressure situations then that's when i say oh he's losing it let's move on all right well that's interesting there then how bad do the pages have to do next year for them to be feeling that way <laughs> i'll let live hey. <laughs> like what record what record is it you know that the patriots finished with where they're like all right bill like like bill this, that was kind of crazy i just think okay to to brandon's point i think that he has already established himself as a hall of famer coach uh, yeah, i just yeah, think too. that what has been working for so many years maybe isn't working anymore and as the game evolves and as the talent evolves we've seen the game change we've seen quarter the way quarterbacks play change over the years so as great as he has been i care about right now so Mm -hmm. if he's not winning games right now then there's got to be something that you got to that something's got to give so again he has already established himself as an exceptional coach one of the best but at what point do you say all right it's great all the things you've done but now we want to see it right now mm, in the yeah. next five years not the last five years but the next five years you know mm. okay. well said well said all right moving on guys we're going to talk running back dalvin cook as you know the minnesota vikings are looking to release dalvin cook and a couple teams have emerged as potential landing spots and that'd be the jets and the cowboys they recently said that you know once he go well turns to a free agent they will be you know in talks with them uh, you know, some things to know about Dalvin Cook, right? He's averaged 107 yards per game over his career. And he's somebody who's already in, you know, he's actually going into year seven, right? And he's rushed for 6,000 yards, 47 touchdowns. And like I said, that 107 yards per game is only second to Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey is the only one that's averaged more yards per game than Dalvin Cook. Guys, and, I, and I'll, start with, uh, I'll start with you, Brandon. Which team do you see as a fit for Dalvin Cook? Any contenders, right? And I say that because, you know, you guys know this. Y'all been watching football for a very long time. Hell, Liv, you've been covering football. You know this. We disrespect the running back position. When you are year five, they're like, okay, we got one, maybe two more uh, elite years out of this superstar. And then you hit year six. Ah, let's move on. We got to replace, right? And, and you're seeing that across the board, like Ezekiel Elliott. Now, a lot of people say his numbers dipped and he's he's done. But you, did you see him play on one leg last year for the team when he should have really sat out? So 
the reality around the running back position is that you're just not respected when you hit year six. You're they they think you're just going to hit this cliff. So my answer is any contender because a team like the Jets bringing in a Dalvin Cook. Now you're looking at depth at that position, and he doesn't have to carry the load. And he gives you so much versatility, so much pop. Like last year, he still had what did you say? How many yards last year? Tw- well, almost twelve hundred. Well, I, I gave you his career total. I could give you his. Uh, his I think it was twelve hundred yards. yards. It was eleven hundred seventy three last year. Yeah, yeah, like the dude can still do it. Absolutely. The dude, the dude is nice. So I like him with the Jets, and I might, I might be a little biased there because that's my favorite team. Sorry, Liv. <laughs> I know you're from Denver. You still live in Denver. I played four years there. They drafted me. I love them for that, and forever grateful. But the Jets was my favorite experience, and we got a Rod. Now think about that group, that those weapons that a Rod has, and that's actually a great thing for a Rod because. Do we want A-Rod, which he still can, but do we want A-Rod to drop back, you know, 40, 50 times a game and air it out? Just imagine what type of team you have and the kind of chemistry and continuity you have when you have A-Rod that can lean on a defense, top five defense, and they have a run game. How do you stop the Jets? So I think the Jets is the perfect landing spot for Dalvin Cook, and they should go make it happen. Woody Johnson, this is your year to go get it done. Keep your foot on the gas. You made it happen with Aaron Rodgers. Nobody thought that you can get Aaron Rodgers. Everybody for the past 20 years have said the Jets is a circus. Why would anybody want to go to this organization? Like I know internally, a lot of people know that it's actually a cool place to work. But now you go get A-Rod. Go finish the deal. Mm-hmm. This is your moment. The window lift closes so fast. If they don't get this done, then um, they still are contenders, but it's a little bit more difficult. Liv, what you think? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like he's there's just a this Jets team is going to be unbelievable. If you add Dalvin Cook to that, I don't know. They really become a serious threat, in my opinion. However, I'm wondering now. Okay, Aaron Rodgers still trying to prove that he's in his prime, still trying to prove that he's that guy. Is he going to be, you know, are we going to see more passing from Aaron Rodgers? Is it going to be, I don't want to call him a chauvinist, but he mm. does have this little arrogance about him. He's probably going to want to go into this team and sh- and still show people, you know, I- I've got it. I'm still him. I've got it going on. So we may see a little bit of, of showing off from Aaron Rodgers. So will a Dalvin Cook get used as much on a team like that or a team like the Cowboys where – you don't know if Dak Prescott's going to be healthy by week five. So I don't, you know, I, I feel like he gets more, maybe he gets a little bit more usage on a team like the Cowboys, but more success on a team like the Jets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't even think about the Dallas Cowboys. I think we like Tony Pollard. Like, coming off an injury. Yes, I think I I, I kind of like that too, Liv. I kind of I like that. I think the Cowboys make a lot of sense. It, has, it hasn't been a team that's really been coming up. <laughs> Until as of late, right? So, but it makes sense with the, you know, again, the releasing of Ezekiel Elliott. Pollard's coming off an injury. We don't really know of any other backs. I mean, they they drafted um, the running back out of Kansas State. So, yeah. I mean, he, he's going to be a good look for them. But you don't know, you know, what he can do at that level yet. So, you bring in a Dalvin Cook, yep. dynamic running back. I would say this, though, um, and then we can move on. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Cowboys need Dal- a Dalvin Cook more than the Jets do. That would be a good look for the Dallas Cowboys. Honestly speaking, honestly. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters 
both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Speaking. All right, moving on. Brandon, it's time. What's time for? It's time for you to give your top five gridiron grand, grandmasters. Okay, let's do it. Let's do Here it. Here we go. Let's it's do time. It, huh? So we got a nice fancy graphic for the people, right? And what Brandon's going to do is break down five quarterbacks that really stand out in the NFL, right? What, who, who are the most high-valued quarterbacks that the NFL can offer right now? So, Brandon, talk the people through this graphic right here. All right, Liv, um, you don't seem combative. You don't seem like you want to fight. But if Be you, careful. But, okay. But if you want to, like, feel free to push back okay. at any moment, right? Because I know some people are like, what? What about this guy, that guy? Feel free. <laughs> so let me go. Let's go back to this list. Can we throw that graphic back up? Gridiron Grandmasters. First, why is it, why is it, why, why is it titled that way? It's titled that way because I'm a big chess fan, mm -hmm. right? It's a game of strategy. It's critical thinking. To be really good, you got to think five, ten moves ahead. Mm -hmm. The grandmaster, sometimes they probably, they see, they got the whole game played out before they sit down. <laughs> You've seen them, some grandmasters play with their eyes closed or because they're just listening. Okay, this person moved at this spot. That person moved on that spot, right? So you can throw it back up. They don't need to see me. Everybody <laughs> see me all the time. They don't need to see me. But you know who you do need to see at number one, the queen, most powerful piece on the on on the, on the board, Patrick Mahomes, and this is undeniable. I don't think this is even a debate. Live any pushback here? Is any debating that Patrick Mahomes Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league? He's he's number one for me as well. So I'm not going to push back on that one at all. Okay. All right. So let's let's. Corey? No, no, I'm saying no pushback yet. No pushback yeah, yet, I right, Liv? Yeah, I see some pushback coming up, though. <laughs> it's I coming sure up. do. Stay tuned for the pushback. <laughs> okay, hey, Liv, remember where you're from, okay? That's right. Okay, I'll, I'll keep it down. I'll keep it down. Okay, okay. Remember where you're from. You're from Denver, okay? <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Is there any, like, please, I think there, there, there is a little debate here, but how can we really debate Aaron Rodgers at number two? 
Because when you think about the the the, 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 the best thrower yeah. of the football ever, you have Patrick, you have Aaron Rodgers to me as one, then Patrick Mahomes too. Mm-hmm. Like I, who else? Who else has the arm talent as these guys? And then also Aaron Rodgers. He still can play at a high level. Then mm-hmm. he went back to back MVPs. He did. And then last year was just a year that just it just they, they that the whole team imploded. Yeah. He's not cooked. He's not done. Okay. So is there anything there that y'all want to say or or push back on on me before we get to the big pushback? Absolutely. <laughs> so 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 you don't like Aaron Rodgers at two? It's you a know, respectable number two, right? Yeah. I mean, here's my thing. Like, are we talking like? currently right now or are we looking at the whole at the whole thing because my answer will shift i don't what i saw from aaron Rodgers last season i was very unimpressed by i i personally my number two spot right now i'd push joe burrow into that number two spot just below patrick mahomes over wow. aaron Rodgers. i love aaron Rodgers, but i want to see it and not believe it again i know he's done it but i'm kind of in the now right now I'm okay. in it now. So I don't right. necessarily hugely disagree, but I would put Joe Burrow at two. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so, so here's what I want to say here, right? Let, let's, we have to really define this and be clear. If I'm starting a team, this is my list. But if, if we're going off of what have you done for me lately, then this drastically changes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You still have Patrick Mahomes at one. And, and if Ashley was here, she'll be calling me out. Oh, you're, you're you, you know, you're, what'd she say? You're contradicting yourself. Da, 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 da. I'm like, Ashley, listen to what I'm saying. Do you listen at all? Right? So you have Patrick Mahomes, one, but then you know who slides in number two if we're going off of what have you done for me lately? Can anybody guess? Are they on this list? Go ahead, Woo. Oh, I want to say uh, Joe Burrow. No, it would be Jalen Hurts. Oh, Jalen sorry. Hurts was okay. just in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's that's what I was year. asking. I'm like, yeah, I feel yeah. like it's somebody who's not that? on this list. Oh, not know? on the list. I yeah. took it as who No, no, well, no, yeah, no. It, it will drastically it. change because mm-hmm. you have, what What have you done for me lately? Right, right, right. And then, like, uh, Russell Wilson, A-Rod may not even make the list, right? Because I did not even thought about that yet. But let's go back to this because here's where I'm going to get some pushback. Um, Russell Wilson, three. Woo, why are you looking at me like that? Why are your eyes big? Why? Um, you have a lot of faith in Russell. That's why my eyes got big. Because, you know, the thing is, at his stage in the game, to take such a dip, you worry. You know? it's, it's it, it could be the end. Okay. I know he had a great 10 years, but it could be the end. Yeah, you just worry if he lost it or if it was just a down year. Of course, Correct. this would be the year where, you know, we can make that determination, but... So you know, we're just going to have to they see. They had so much hype going into the season. Right, right. So so, you know? so so let me do this really quickly. Let me put in um, but I get quarterbacks, I, I, QBs. Uh, I'm going to put QBs in the – no, I'm going to put all-time. Let me do mm-hmm. it this way. I do get what you're saying by, like, these are the quarterbacks that all, I'm going to start a franchise with. Okay, you know? all-time yeah. they great. They have a resume. They have a built-up yeah. resume. Quarterbacks, so, QBs. Hold on, you know, hold on, hold on. Ahead, 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 ahead. Y'all, y'all trying to rush. We're not on ESPN. We're not on F1 and YouTube. Take our Take time. Your time. Take, Take your time. Your time. Take your time. Let me, come on, let the beat build a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right, Liv, I'm I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a say some uh, names out there. All these are quarterbacks. No, this is not a trick. Tom Brady, Dan Marino, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, Ben Roethlisberger, Troy Aikman, who will be on the show next week, I believe. Philip Rivers, Lynn Dawson, okay? Warren Moon, 
Drew Brees. Oh my goodness, you know how many records Drew Brees broke? A lot. Unbelievable. A lot. John Albert Elway Jr. Have you ever heard it broken down that way? Look I at Liv. Because I'm like, girl. who's John Albert? <laughs> did I say Peyton Manning? Did no, I say Joe Montana? No, you haven't yet. Did I say Johnny Unitas? Did I say Roger Staubach? Did I say Steve Young? Did I say Jim Kelly? Did I say Sammy Ball? Did I say Eli Manning? Did I say Matt Ryan? Okay. Joe Flacco. And I'm like, why would Joe Flacco? <laughs> I didn't say, like, listen, I say all that to say this the most winningest quarterback. Through 10 years. I know he's going to bring it up. It's Russell Wilson. I know he's going to bring it up. <laughs> One year is not going to change how I feel about the most winningest quarterback in the NFL. So, Liv, that's why he's at three. Any pushback there? Yeah, because as a Broncos fan, we emptied the bank on this man. So, my expectation was very high. Kind of like, you know, the argument of, again, uh, one year, you don't really want to give up on that. But at the same time, how do you tank that low? How do you go that low from what you have, from where the standard has been for you for so many years? So I'm kind of in the believe it when I see it as a Broncos fan. I, I, I don't want to believe that in just one year he can completely turn around like that. But um, uh, I don't know. He definitely didn't play like the winningest quarterback. Let me mm. put it that way. I, I agree. I agree. There's a few things that came up there. Um, injuries, et cetera, et cetera. And then you had Nick Daniel Hackett, who's our offensive coordinator with the Jets now. He contributed to that. But look, we will see. Because when you're right, when you're paid that much, yo, you got to find a way to get it done. Um, yeah. Liv, you're you're out in Denver. What part of Denver do you live? I'm like 20 minutes south of the city. Well, I know the city. So give me this. Like where? What neighborhood? What like type? Highlands Ranch. I lived in Highlands Ranch right off of Quebec. I lived in. Um, I'm off of Quebec. Do you live in? No, I can't tell people where you live, but you know where I live. I live in Palomino right Park. <laughs> I ain't gonna don't tell. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's near me. Yep, yep. So I live there. Uh, what are you hearing in Denver? Sean Payton's down there. Before mm-hmm. we finish this list, um, are people excited? Are they? Do they feel like you know Sean Payton is the answer? They feel like Russell Wilson uh, looks better. Like, what are you hearing? Here's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that. Russell Wilson has finally has a coach that can put him in his place a little bit, because I think here's the problem. A lot of people think like you do, Brandon, where it's like, you are the winningest quarterback. I think Russell even thought that way when he came to Denver, it's like, Hey, look at my resume. Okay. Well that resume worked in Seattle, but it's not working in Denver. So what are you going to do to fix that? And I think what happened is he came in and because we emptied the bank on him, it was kind of Russell's world and we were living in it. And at the end of the day, as great as you are as a quarterback, you're not the coach, you're not in charge. And from what I understand, Sean Payton's main priority was really changing the culture of this team. It was getting everybody back kind of to the bare minimum, the basic level of, of this job and kind of, yeah, the, I think the culture was the biggest priority here. And it sounds like it's been working in their favorite, not sure about the new slogan for the Broncos oh uncommon. Gosh. I think I'd rather have let's ride back for being honest, but I was, I was it sounds like they're, they got a slice of humble pie and he's <laughs> kind of, he's kind of checking everybody, which I think was needed. Love that. Love that. Hey, before we move on, I just want to jump in the chat. Liv, we like to jump in the chat here. I'm so glad you didn't uh, tell us where you live. Cause you have <laughs> Tyrell bond here who I, I guess I love you for supporting us, but he says, I will walk the world to her front door. And then he wow. has a bunch of emojis. 
So so it seems like um, people are, are are loving your contribution to the show thus far. They're loving the blonde hair. They're loving your takes. Appreciate it. All right. So like just jump in the chat and, and, and you know, if you see anything that you want to talk about, you can talk about it. Um, cool. Let's. Yeah. So there you go. There wait, you go. Wait, real quick before we move on. What's the new slogan in Denver right now? Uncommon. Uncommon. That's what that's the slogan. Like like they're saying that just as often as they were saying, like, let's ride last year. Apparently, it's on T-shirts, and there was an article that said that is their new slogan this year, Uncommon. Uncommon. That's interesting. Can't, I mean, I know winning was very uncommon out there, but, like, let's not. Right. Why are we I feel like there's so that? many like, ways you could play, you know, you could play with that slogan. Dude, yeah, I, I feel slogan. like it's not even positive. Is that even, like, a positive it's not, slogan? It's very, like, dull. It's yeah. very dull. Uncommon. It can be. That, okay, it kind of works a little bit if you think about it. It's like what's uncommon is for a team to go from where they were last year <laughs> to winning the Super Bowl. I think they're ah. my dark horse, Liv. I, I'm telling you, I, it depends on how well Russ and Coach Payton jail. Because you got to think yep. about defense is phenomenal, right? They were giving up, what, 16, 13, 16 points a game, something like that, mm -hmm. right? So they're just like, please, just score two touchdowns, yeah. and we're, we're, we're going to win this game. They couldn't do that. And then on the offensive side, they got weapons. Jerry, Judy, uh, the big receiver coming back. What's his name? Patrick, excuse me, no disrespect. Yeah, Patrick, and you got Cortland. Right, uh, so I really like that, and they they're high on their running the running backs as well. So I, I I like that. Before we move on to the rest, no wait, let's go to the let's go to number four. All right, I'll be quick here. All right, so number four, Joe Burrow. Uh, no debate here. Well, the only debate uh, is that Liv has Joe Burrow at number two. Um, if you're starting a franchise right here, I will actually agree with Liv. Um, but Joe Burrow is a guy, right, that can easily, damn, he can easily be the guy in the NFL, right? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe maybe this is, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow is the old school Tom Brady, uh, uh, Peyton Manning type thing, right, where they're going back and forth, back and forth, both in, resides in the AFC. Uh, so that's interesting there. Um, and the last one I have is Lamar Jackson. I have Lamar Jackson there because, you know, it's easy to disrespect Lamar. It's easy to do with the Baltimore Ravens and so many other teams that said coming out. Well, not the Baltimore Ravens. They kind of disrespect them a little bit recently. But, hey, he's not a quarterback. Do y'all know that when uh, Pat, uh, Lamar Jackson was coming out, some teams didn't even have him on the board as a as a quarterback. Yeah, they had him on the board as a, a athlete, mm -hmm. a wide receiver. Let's change your position. He waited. Remember, Miss Felicia Jackson and Lamar was sitting in the green room for a very long time waiting for his name to be called. Disrespectful. But the kid goes out there. He saves John Harbaugh's uh, job. He Joe Flacco goes down. He goes and wins six games in a row. He gets them in the playoffs. He wins MVP. Come on, Lamar Jackson's like that. And I truly believe Lamar Jackson may be um, 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 in position to have another MVP type year. And it's another team that we need to watch out for. So to round this, this, this grandmaster uh, edition of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, you have Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson. Am I good there, Liv? You are. If we're talking about right now, believe it or not, I don't. I have a take that I don't know if many people will like, but I actually have Trevor Lawrence in my top five. Oh, he wow. is at five. Wow. Um, but That's I just saw something in him in the postseason last year that really has me excited about where he's going to go and the longevity that he's going to have. So, again, if we're talking right now, I know he hasn't done a ton to prove where he's at, but from what I saw at the tail end, 
of his season last year. I really, really like Trevor Lawrence right now. So I'm going to go. Mm. He's he's five right now for me. Mm. All right. There yeah, we go. His head coach feels the same way. We was actually just talking about him the other day. They're really optimistic with how, you know, he'll look going into next season mm-hmm. by carrying over that momentum that that he had saw, you know, at the end of last season. She but, ain't far off. She, yeah. She's off, but not far he, off. Right. Like, he might be like seven, like, for real, know, like seven, eight. But, That's right. but yeah, he's. Yeah, yeah, he's right there. We'll see. We'll see the first eight games. I'm wondering how you leave a guy like Josh Allen off this list, though, Brandon. How you leave Josh Allen off? Can we throw that list back up? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, the best right now. Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest ever. Best thrower of the football. Russell Wilson, uh, the the most winningest quarterback through 10 years. One year is not going to determine uh, his legacy and what he's capable of doing. Joe Burrow could easily be. Like Liv said, number two, damn, maybe there's some people putting him at number one now. And Lamar Jackson is just disrespectful. And that's th- that's why I did it, is I want people to understand that Lamar Jackson can be anywhere on this damn list any given Sunday. It's, a, it's hard. So like, true. you know, you have Justin Herbert. You have Trevor Lawrence. You have um, Josh Allen. There's some court. You have uh, Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. You have, you know. You have some quarterbacks out there that's worthy of being grandmasters, but just not on my edition. Maybe we get to week two, we'll we'll we'll, we'll do it again. Be, be, before we we move on, because we have ten more minutes with Liv. Um, you know, she's she's kind of a big deal. You know, I love no, what I love working with like the talent, um, talented people before they like really blow, mm-hmm. right? Like Liv. You know, like I said, this about Shady, you know, even Ashley, like Liv, she's a superstar. And thank you. Uh, in about six, no, I'll say nine to 12 months, we're not going to be able to get her on the show. No. Oh, please. No. She's going she, she, to get big time. She's going to get big time. She's going to get so big time. She's going to be like, ah, oh, you got to call my agent. Like, damn, what happened to me just DMing you, asking you, can you jump on the show? She's full of it. Never, ever, ever. All right, y'all heard that. Liv is not going to make me go through her agent. Y'all heard that, right? We're going to hold you to it, Olivia. (laughs) When we do some business, though, I'll go to the agent, right? Like, I'll I'll have the team. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. We'll have Bonnie and India hit up your agent and try to get something done and and steal you away from all those other platforms you work with. Great platforms. (laughs) Amazing work. But, you know, business is sport. You know, it's competition there. It is. Um, totally. Yeah. Can we get a single shot of Liv, please? Because we have eight more minutes. Liv, uh, uh, inspiration. You're set. I see some uh, Casamigos. I see yeah. some Grey Goose. Yeah, several options mm-hmm. back there, yeah. Is this staged or is this like your real bar? What's going on this here? Is, this is a real bar. And honestly, we, we kind of started to like, I think... I mean, I'm still so young in this space. I just turned 25 in January. So I was still, I'm still in that phase of like figuring out who is Live Moods. What is the brand? What are we trying to tap into? And really I am like the most unfiltered, like one of the guys type of vibe. I've always had that vibe. And so I feel like a lot of times in this space, things get a little too uptight, especially in sports betting, which is what I was involved in for so long. And I just wanted to be like chill. So we we make drinks, we talk sports, we we you know talk trash. We're just unfiltered. So in front of the bar, just felt like the perfect place to just tap into that casual vibe um, and just have fun. I mean, sports are supposed to be fun, and I think right. sometimes mm-hmm. we get too wrapped up in the analytics and the betting now makes people uptight about the money and as they should be. But I also think like, let's tap into the fact that sports are fun. And it also brings us together because there's a lot of things in this world that do not. 
sports is very um I don't know. It's, it's a te- it's a team effort from everybody. So we just right. tap into that fun casual energy. It's a galvanizer. And- Sports is a yeah. galvanizer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. New word right there. Uh Liv, that was well said. Can we clip that JP put that out in the uh internet world? That was very powerful. <laughs> it was, you know, it was. Like, yeah, it's good. Um are you a mixologist? Did I say that right? Are you a mixologist? Would you consider yourself a mixologist? Mm, no. Okay, Definitely so what drinks? Not. So 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 when we bring the show to Denver, because we will yeah. be coming around week six, week seven. Woo, can you pull okay. up the the Denver Broncos uh, schedule and pick a game after after week four that we should go? And we're going to do the show at Liv's uh, 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 studio. She has a <laughs> whole operation. That'd be cool. She has the best. Yeah. Listen, Liv. She says I'm just not getting started. I'm 25. Look at her lighting, her set, her camera setup is elite. Like, this is hey. unbelievable. Set up his elite. We didn't have to send anybody. We had to send somebody to DeAndre Hopkins in Toronto just to make it's, sure it was know, right. It's so funny, though, because in this space, I have so many people that are my age or, you know, around my age. And they're like, I want to do what you do. I'm like, then buy a ring light and do it. Like, mm. that's how I started this. Mm-hmm. I, I literally, I got a camera. I had a phone. I was filming content. I didn't let the outside noise you know, affect what I was trying to do. I was consistent and and here we are. So it's it's very interesting to me when people are like, I love what you do. I'm so jealous. Mm-hmm. Don't be jealous. Just work hard. Just do it. Buy the ring light, buy the camera, get the computer and and start filming yourself talking sports. Wow. So yeah, I mean, you gotta, if you want to be respected by the best, you gotta act like you're the best mm-hmm. in terms of the setup, the, all, the whole thing. So, you know, we got to tap into that, right. which is what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're doing a great job. Woo, do you have it? What game are we going to? Say, go ahead. After week six in Denver is week seven, Green Bay. Week eight, Kansas City. They go out of town to Buffalo. Then week 11 is you Minnesota. You said Kansas City's in town? In town, yes. Mm-hmm. Let's go to that one because that's, that's going to determine. It's October 29th. That's going to determine like who's going to be uh, first in mm-hmm. the, the division. Yeah. Right? That's a good matchup. Yeah. And right, that's right that in the one. middle. It's week eight. That's week eight. Is that a Monday night football, Sunday night football? Sunday night, 220. Oh, sorry. Sunday afternoon, 225. Okay, great. Week All eight. right, Liv. Um, do you, would you happen to have any air mattresses, any extra rooms that we can stay in <laughs> as well? Because there's we travel as a big group. There's seven of us. Nagin, Corey, Wu, Manderville. BC doesn't travel. BC stays okay. in the studio. Uh, Corey doesn't travel. Corey stays in the tr- studio, but he may make this trip. Do you have any extra room for us? We'll make it work. Okay, absolutely, we'll make it work. And and, and then <laughs> and then when we come there, um, what drinks? Because you're not a mixologist, what drinks do you feel comfortable making us? Well, I'm good at making like three different drinks, and I think it's because they're very simple. An espresso martini is my jam. I love an espresso martini. Um, Aperol spritz, and then a dirty mm-hmm. martini. So those are like my three that I'm kind of floating around right now. I'll get creative. I've got time though. If if I have until October, I'll turn into a mixologist before you know it. Okay. We're good. Okay. Be- before we let you go, we have four more minutes. Um, okay. How did you get into sports betting? Because this is interesting, right? Like it's 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 a booming industry right now. And there's so many people engaged with it. I never was into betting, right? Never could understand. Obviously, I couldn't do it because I was playing, and I don't understand why these dudes every damn month there's another guy that's under investigation for betting like mm-hmm. as an athlete like they you just don't do it so i don't understand yeah. that but now that i'm retired live um you know opportunity came and it started off first 
as like, you know, a financial opportunity. It's like, shit, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Make a little money. They pay how much for just one post? Okay, cool. Let's do it. But then I actually tried to parlay, right? And then I kind of got hit with it. Now, I bet what I can bet. Usually, you know, my average bet is like 25 bucks to 100 bucks. I have had some viral moments where I, you know, put down a hundred thousand a couple times with some fights, um, but I'm twenty five to a hundred, and and it makes the game really interesting. You know, it makes you lean in just a little differently, a little more, uh, and I'm kind of enjoying it. So, so how did you get into it? Because usually you would think, oh, dudes dominate this space, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, older people, but you're young and you're a woman. How did you get into this? Yeah, so I graduated from TCU and unfortunately I graduated during the pandemic. Mm. So I knew I wanted to work in sports, but sports were not happening. Shout out Rudy Gobert for coughing on the mics. I will never forget that. Um, but shorts, or we, we had sports shutting down like right before our eyes. And I was like, okay, I just graduated college. Where am I, like, what am I supposed to do? And at this point, people were betting on like Russian table tennis. Like they were going to extremes to keep sports in their life at any capacity. And really it was sports betting that was kind of keeping sports alive, even if it was like by, you know, this much, or if it was across the the world and you were betting on it. So I worked for a startup company, was not really making much money. And I was just posting videos on Twitter. I started really getting into NBA player props. That was kind of my thing because I've always loved basketball and it's such a star driven league that there's a lot of opportunities to make some money in that market. So I just started making content and I studied sports betting sun up till sundown. I felt like I was going to college again to learn everything because I will tell you this space is you have to be credible to be on camera speaking about sports, but in, in sports betting, it's like math. There's a right answer. There's a wrong answer. And you're going to be wrong a lot. And that was something that was really, really hard for me because I'm young trying to become credible and prove to people that I'm credible and work hard, but I'm wrong, you know, 60% of the time. And it's like, well, it's like, it contradicts itself, but you're never going to be right. hundred percent of the time in sports betting. So I really just had to put my head down and keep betting, keep betting, keep making betting content, keep Mm -hmm. studying, finding ways to handicap NFL games that worked for me because it's different for everybody. So, and also finding your niche in sports betting, because if you try to bet on everything, you're going to go broke. Uh, Money management is important. So I, I really got into the player prop market a lot and, Football, basketball was kind of my thing, my cup of tea. So I just went in head first. And before I knew it, you know, I was posting videos on Twitter. I had, you know, one of the largest sports books reaching out to me. I saw Colin Coward was checking out my stuff and liked what he saw because I think he knew. And as I'm sure you know, and most people know that sports betting is just, it's, it's, it's huge. And it's just only going to keep getting bigger and bigger. Um, So it was cool to be involved in something. It was like, Really crappy to graduate during the pandemic, but really cool to get in on something that was so fresh and new that had such a high ceiling. So it was cool. It was a lot of work, but definitely it definitely makes sports very fun, very fun and very frustrating all at once. Bravo to Liv. That's so great. You bet on yourself. You invested in yourself. Now you're here. Liv, it's uh, 130 and 49 seconds and and counting. So we still have like 10 (laughs) seconds with you. Um, We have a little surprise here. Ashley's in the chat. Ashley Nicole Moss is in the chat. Woo. What, what, what is she saying? I just saw her her, her picture pop up. So thankfully, everybody recognized that she came in the chat, but all she did was put an emoji that she's taking notes. 
That's all she did. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, what does that dangerous. mean? You're in trouble, Brandon. You're in trouble. She's Let's taking see. notes. Well, someone also mentioned, Brandon, that I you left got her, her out. on the trip. You left her out on the trip numbers. <laughs> Let's call her and see what this means. I, like, you know, Ashley, oh, you know, so, we doing this on the show. She, answer, she never answers my calls. She never does. She always screens you, right? She Mike always screens say, me. Mike I don't screen get it. Again, but right? then when she comes in, she's like the nicest person to me until we get into like a heated debate. Look at this, Liv. This is how she treats me. Look. Wait, but she's in the chat. She answers me. Should we see if she answers uh, me? Go. Uh, yeah, let's see if she answers you. Ashley and Liv is, is, is friends. They're, they're really close friends. <laughs> we'll see. Let's see. You can't even hear it ringing, Liv. You can't. Did she screen you too? Yes. <laughs> Make you not feel as bad. She's screening. It feels good to be even. Ashley's a screener. <laughs> <laughs> she is on IR. You even said it. She's on IR. That's crazy. <laughs> Pamela, what do we do here? Pamela, you 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 are the boss of our our movement on paper route. How do we handle this? Ashley needs to stop screening us. <laughs> Anyways, we gotta let you go. You are two minutes over, um, and you sit it, live. Um, when we want to book you, we can just DM you, slide in your DMs. Always, you say you're not gonna push me to your agent ever <laughs> to book no, you. No. Don't 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 get too 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 big and, and forget about us. Okay, ever. never never. What, Thank you guys so much for having me. And honestly, I want to tell you guys massive congratulations on this show because it is. One of my favorite watches. Your guys' mm. social media presence is exceptional. And obviously, I'm I'm a big Ashley Nicole Moss fan. I think she is incredible at what she does. So you guys have a good thing going. You should be proud of, Thank you. of what you're building. Thank you so we much. We appreciate that. And we appreciate you, Liv. All right, Thanks Liv. coming on with us. All right. We'll see you in Denver week eight. Yep. See you there. I'll have the All air right. mattresses. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Yo, that was cool. No, it was. No, it looks cool. Dope. Sign her up. Right. Who who says that? Who says that? Sign them up. Oh, that's uh, yeah. lights out. Um, if you guys follow, uh, what's his? Oh, I can't believe I forget. Sean Merriman. Sean Merriman. Sean Merriman. Oh yeah, he has his own podcast. Yeah, right? No, but podcast. he no, he has a, a, a like an MMA UFC type thing. Right. And so he posts a lot of content on Instagram where somebody gets knocked out or get punched, mm -hmm. and then he'll do this thing at the end. But like, sign them up. Yeah. Sign live up. Yeah. No, sign live up. Yeah. Like, is she not dope? No, she yeah, was. she was pretty dope. Dope. She she added a lot to the show, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I even saw comments, like, people saying, like, they're glad to see two sports-educated, intelligent women on the show. It's new for them. Mm. Because they're so used to hearing the male-dominant, ego-driven, maybe. Yeah. The uh, male-dominant-driven uh, opinion. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So it's nice to get a woman's, you know, woman's perspective. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, you know what, though? But that, like... That's like the the vision, right? Like usually you see like a Ashley or Liv in Corey's uh, spot, right? Mm -hmm. And and it's like, you know, like we no, we want to hear their opinions. Obviously, Corey, you chime in when you want to chime in, mm -hmm. and you run the whole show. But that's usually what you see is the right. person, the host, you know, the person who's you know getting us in and out the of different moderator. conversations. The moderator mm -hmm. is is the is the is the is the female right, is right, the right. lady. Yeah. No, like Ashley sits in a seat and she has opinions. Lives gives her opinions. And so it's pretty cool um, to get that type of feedback and, and that type of support from the people that rock with Paper Route. Yeah. From the jump. 
It reminds me of our interview with Joy Taylor. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like, so educated. Um, Didn't feel like you had to ask her one question about Jason. You know, it was just super important to get her story. So just love seeing that message get out there. Mm -hmm. For all you guys out there asking about Ashley, um, there's a chance that she may be coming off of the PUP. Y'all know what the PUP is? Coming off PUP next week. You know, I told her to take her time, get better, feel better. I don't want to be looked at as a bad uh, partner, a bad employer, boss, whatever you want to call me. Like, you know, your star player, I'd be like, yo, yo, like, you good? Can You Mm -hmm. sure you can't play through it? Mm -hmm. But it's like, no, you know, we'll we'll survive for a week Mm -hmm. without her. Now, two weeks. Come on now. Two weeks. T can't be two two weeks without this. Two weeks, no Ashley. Come on. That's tough. NBA Finals, no Ashley. (laughs) That's going to be the worst. NBA Finals, no Ashley. What do we do tomorrow? Can she text us? Maybe. Maybe. Y'all know what we do that, what we call it, a small talk. We 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 did the text. Maybe we do a small talk with her. She can't come on. She, She obviously won't answer my call or FaceTime us, right? Maybe we can just text her. Maybe that will yeah, work. Get something through text, huh? Yeah, do what yeah. we did with Lil Wayne. Maybe mm-hmm. we do small talk with with Ashley. Yeah, for that sure. Actually, might be a good idea. We 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 uh we have word that Ashley will be giving us an appearance tomorrow. That's all I'll say. Hold on, hold on. Where did you get that from? Did she say that in the in the chat? Something going off in my microphone. That's all. Ah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, somebody said puppy. Uh, puppy list. The I don't think I argued this week. No. Ashley wasn't here. I didn't argue. No, you didn't argue that much. <laughs> Did I argue with myself? Sometimes um, I tend to do that too. No. I would say you kept it pretty pretty light. Mm. You need that combative nature though. You know, right. that debate. Woo. You got to know who you are. Like that's the problem with, with some people out there. It's like, listen, you got to love you for who you are and who you're not. You also got to love the, the your loved ones for who they are and who they're not. But we try to change ourselves. We try to change other people. Now, obviously, there's always room for improvement. But, like, there's sometimes, like, if you're a fighter, fight for good. If you're a lover, love for good, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, if, if you're a communicator, like, you got to know, like, the traits and who you are. Like, I know who I am. I'm I also thought it takes time to learn who you are. You know, it takes a very long time for you to figure that out. That's and true. And it takes other people for you to figure that out. Mm. You got to hear the opinions of others and listen in order to learn more about yourself. Mm. Now watch this, Corey. Mm-hmm. So who, who are you? Ooh. Put them on the I'm spot. a deep thinker. deep thinker. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm a deep thinker. Okay, keep going. What was that? So that, okay, you want to elaborate? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, sure, sure. Um, I take time to grow. So like... I've looked at my my life in reflection and there was a time in my life where I was very, very quiet. And the way I got around that was thinking of solutions on how to get out of that. So I would speak in front of crowds and chances I had. Um, if I felt uneducated about something as a, as a guy who came up around the camera industry, you know, you're learning all the time. So for me, thinking and knowledge will far exceed muscle. It'll far exceed anything you can do. Um, I know there's things you know, dementia, things that can take that away. But essentially, I, I value the brain and I value education highly. Mm, okay. So, Woo was low-key turned into the fan favorite. Well, Did you I know was, that? I Look, mean, you're turning to, like, I love, like, woo. We need that. We need I try that. to bring a different perspective. Remember last uh earlier this week, I was telling you, I like to lead with love. I like to lead just positivity. Um, But 
I mean, there's some hate in there. Right. Talk about the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> Let, right. let, 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 thank you, Wu, lover, deep thinker. Um, <clears throat> this is Faction Talk Channel 103. We're on SiriusXM, streaming live Monday through Thursday on YouTube. Uh, when we bring back our weekly show where that's, you know, athletes sitting around talking to athletes and artists um, in different spaces, uh, what I really want to get to on Tuesdays is where we actually connect with our audience and everybody who rock with us and get y'all perspective on that show. So like Tuesdays, eventually we'll get to that. Um, also, just this is some housekeeping things. They always say that, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, you on a football team or different organizations, head coach, get up. Like, hey, before we stuff. jump into it, this is some housekeeping, housekeeping <laughs> yeah. things. Uh -huh. Housekeeping things right here, okay? We're in House of Athlete. Got to keep the house clean. Um, there's brands, a lot of brands. A lot of people want to partner with us because of you guys coming back every single day. They see our audience see growing. They're like, oh, how do we monetize and get in that? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's do it the right way. What do you guys want? What brands do you guys want us to partner with? And how do you guys want us to partner with them? And what do you guys want me to ask for? When I sit at the table with a brand, I say, yo, you can, we'll do this for your audience. Do that for your audience. Y'all tell me what y'all want me to which I want me to stand on the table for. Because I just said I'm a fighter. Y'all yeah. know how many deals I lose because I'm like, no, if I, if the deal ain't right, I'm walking away. And I'll die on that sword. So if y'all hit me and say, B, 20% ain't good enough. I need 22%. I need 25%, 30%. As long as the margins are good. Where everybody can make money. Everybody wins. Then I'm going to fight for it. But it can't be lopsided now. So I need you guys to jump in the chat. I'm sending y'all thoughts and DM, DM us, message us, right? Email us, do all of that. Tell us who y'all want us to partner with, how y'all want us to partner with, with them and what the offer is, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many platforms that go out there and they lose their audience because it's just monetize, monetize, monetize. And the audience is like, yo, we know you need to do business, but bro, can it at least make sense for everybody? Can it stay authentic and organic? And that is the heart. Hard, hard, hard thing in the space. Nike brand. Who else we got in here? Um, and y'all see anything else jumping out? They are already jumping in I there. Saw yeah, I saw calisthenics athletes. Oh, interesting. What, I got to look into it. Might if be you have any connects, guys, you can also go ahead and shoot us that information as well. DM us on Instagram. The um, only thing I would say. The only thing I would say is this. It's very hard for me to partner with, you know, like brands that's not going to build us up it's hard or trash you know what i'm saying so like that's the only thing i would say i think you should always have some sort of restriction though right like you can't you can't over abuse like your your merch or what you're giving your audience right. i believe in what you said like if they see you coming here and you dress a certain way or you talk about certain things then you go off page and start saying okay we're selling pots now right. doesn't make sense you know, I think the audience is invested in us, you know, so we got to reinvest in them. That's all. We we, we, we can't sell pots, Wu? Uh, it doesn't match. It maybe if we have a chef concept. We do have a chef concept on the weekly show. <laughs> on the weekly, yes. Oh, oh, on the weekly on paper we can sell route. pots, not paper route. Not paper route. We can sell mm -hmm. papers. Yeah. We can sell papers. Rolling. Papers? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of papers, huh? <laughs> Yo, I'm getting into papers, it. You know what I'm getting into now? And I, listen, I, I've never been this 
authentic in my life, right? Because mm-hmm. as an athlete, um, you gotta you walk a thin line. And back in the day when I was coming up, you know, especially in football, you really couldn't get your like if you get you could, but if you get your perspective, you out of there, mm-hmm. right? And so, like now, like I'm leaning, like the, over the last three years, this show has helped me lean into myself. I would never say this um, before this. I actually been smoking a little bit lately. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting in this. Give us some feedback. As a person who on. didn't do it previously, like how does how do you feel it's affected your life positively? So the problem was the problem was this initially, right? So. You know, a couple years ago, I was in Seattle. That was my last cup of tea, my last year playing for the Seattle Seahawks, okay? And out there, everything is legal. And then, like, yo, we had dudes. We had dudes smoking in the sauna. You walk in the bathroom in the facility. <laughs> no, I don't say, I'm the that's, facility? That's, At the facility? That's we had dudes back then. We be yeah. on the bus. I might be giving too much information. <laughs> But it was like, man, these boys out here. Yeah. So, boom, I found myself. You know, it's the end of my career. I'm stressed, and I'm saying, like, why I gotta, why I'm carrying this by myself? Like, there, there's some medicine out there. Like now, we start having that conversation about uh, medicinal and you know different ways you can you know partner with uh, cannabis, right? And 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 so like I'm like, damn, it's the end of my career. This big transition's coming, you know. I'm stressed. What can I do to just kind of like, you know, get some balance? And so I found myself in the dispensary. I was in the dispensary and I got some gummies. Got a little pen, right? So I started off with the stuff that was like uh, not T, like what is it? The THC. Uh, CBD. CBD. Yeah. CBD. Started CBD. with that. Boom. CBD actually hit me a little bit. Okay. <laughs> but then that went away. So then I started the gummies. Mm-hmm. Gummies was cool, but then gummies left me foggy. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that, I've that's always what heard that. Do. Yeah, they definitely hit you yeah. a different way than the actual flower. Yeah. I've always okay. heard that. Okay, boom. So I did that. So I was like, all right, then I just chill. Now, recently built in this business, right? Y'all, y- y'all know it. We all in it together. What we do on a daily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm stressed. <laughs> Let me try them gummies again. <laughs> Had the gummies left down. me foggy for like I I did it for like three four days in a row. You know what I'm saying? The gummies left me foggy for like four weeks, it felt like. Yeah, yeah. Just no, off. Do. They'll linger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The edible experience will linger yeah. too. And so, and so then I said, let me try the flower. There's a little lady named Forest Queen. Trains at the facility. She's a member. I'm seeing her post all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, Miss Forest Queen. So I tap in. I'm trying to learn. Teach me. She brings, boom, all this stuff. Overwhelming. I'm a mid guy. <laughs> Give me mids. By the way, me and you both got a little hate for that last time when when I kind of tried to back you up on the mid. Yeah. Oh man, I got I got tore up. Oh man. Oh, BC just chimed in. No mid. No, no mid. No mid. No yeah, mid. No I'm with mid. BC. I'm staying out of that one. That conversation. Yeah. So so so. Anyways, um, recently over the last two weeks, you know what I've been doing? Actually, like I like running now. I live on like a nice little plot of land and, you know, waters all around me, whatever. So like smoke a little bit and then I'll go on a nice little run. And that's I good. just feel great. Yeah, man. Clear your Nothing mind. Wrong with that. Clear my mind. Um, that's the show. Yes, indeed. That's the show. Um, big run tonight. Big, big, big session tonight before I run. Okay. <laughs> you know, enjoying it. You going to uh, the finals? 
You gonna do maybe do that before? I have. I, I'm bougie. Remember we talked about this. I have some press passes that I can go. Yeah. Um, through SiriusXM, mm-hmm. the Faction Talk team, Channel 103. Mm-hmm. But I'm bougie. I like this. If I go and and guys, it's the only place I'm really bougie in. If I go to a basketball game, I gotta have my feet on the wood. Course, I gotta be course. But them tickets I can't afford. Yeah. I think they might be going for twenty thousand. That's what I thought. Like twenty two. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I can't Nothing. do that right now. Now, yeah. when hey, all these partners y'all y'all talking about, we bring some partners in, and then we pay everybody. We need some. We got we got to pay our team. There's a couple people that's 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 do a, a, a raise that's been with us for two years, year and a half. They need a little boost. Mm-hmm. We take care of them. Then I'm gonna take care of myself, and then I'm gonna go sit courtside. I might I'll drop twenty two thousand on the on the on the right game. Yeah, who you yeah. got tonight? I got the heat, yo boys. I got the heat. Anyways, love you guys. We're three minutes over. We're gonna cut three minutes out of this show for our radio version, so Woo can be fishing and fast. We'll see y'all tomorrow. They say that there might be an Ashley Nicole Moss sighting. Yep, we might get an Ashley appearance tomorrow. Hopefully, she Facetime do something. We'll see. But we love you guys. Tomorrow, we'll catch up again. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.